today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I always enjoy doing this segment. Uh, it's Tech Talk on Friday with uh, Adam Oldfield. Vacuum Man, Furnace, and Duck Cleaning brings you that. Mr. Adam Oldfield joins us now. Uh, Adam, Greg Brady, we haven't talked in a while, but I'm all, I always listen to your segments, so it's great to actually be on one with you. Well, great to uh, to join you in the new year talking tech. This is exciting. Uh, I'm uh, really excited to share with all the things that are going to just enlighten, enhance our education of where technology is taking us in the year 2021. Perfect. And, and, you know, a lot of parents are so super excited to be buying uh, an extra laptop or two for more online learning beginning. But they're very excited to uh, be sending those out to uh, to Amazon and, and Staples curbside pickup and Best Buy curbside pickup and the like, aren't they? Well, you know, I think a lot of parents are probably going, thank goodness for tech. And I mean, if this was the year 1990, can you imagine all the screeching dial-up modems everyone would need to be dialing into right now, Greg, just to try to connect. And can you imagine trying to download your homework? It would take longer to get the assignment. Uh, We would need a day to receive each document um, as we all dialed into that modem. Uh, And meanwhile, somebody pick up the phone, disrupt the communication. I mean, I'm going back old school here, but the fact of where we are technology-wise, I'm sure as a parent, I look at it and go, well, this makes it a little easier uh, as far as what, what we used to do when it came to technology. Uh, and as well, far as and the, do- the dog, the, yeah, the dog can't eat the homework anymore also. That's a big factor. <laughs> when it's on a computer, it's very, we're not printing as much as we used to on those dot matrix printers also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The good old days. Yes, that's right. Your dog might have maybe, you know, uh, licked your keyboard or might be uh, uh, defecated on the uh, on the electrical panel. But aside from that, it, yeah, you're pretty much, uh, you know, not going to be able to get away with it because you probably have an iPad, you probably have a phone. But if you're looking for technology to take you to the next level, uh, I thought this was really cool with uh, glasses. Uh, if you really take a look at it, do you wear glasses, Greg? I don't think I've ever had the chance of uh, being I'm not a glass. Where I had LASIK done in the year 2000 as part of a radio promotion in Detroit, and it was one of the best things. It was quite frightening, and I didn't want to watch the advanced videos demonstrating what they do. I thought the less I know, the better, and the more volume I have. I asked for a double dose of volume. Um, and I, 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 by the way, I asked for that before the show today, also. That's been patently <laughs> obvious to the audience all day long. So, yeah, glasses are, uh, you know, maybe, maybe soon, maybe once I get into my 50s in several years, maybe. Well, I'm, I'm thinking this is probably something you're going to jump into sooner than later. I, I don't wear glasses either, but you know what? This will actually make me want to wear frames. Google came out with this years ago with Google Glasses, and they were mocked. It was one of the most, uh, I would say, mocked moments of technology hardware that came out. In fact, uh, Big Bang Theory had it as a, uh, as a little bit of a side joke of how nerdy glasses were. Well, uh, I can say that Amazon launched this week with a pair of glasses. Not per- they can be prescription, but and, and these aren't heads-up display glasses, but smart glasses are definitely a trend. We're going to see a lot more people wearing them, whether you need them or not. Um, but you're going to be able to control Alexa with Amazon with these glasses. You'll be able to control your car. You'll be able to control anything with Amazon Alexa controlling it. And it's got amazing sound system in the earpieces. Now, I've only got a chance to use the original prototype. I remember they came out just as 
was a prototype when they uh, launched a while ago, and they were really decent. So um, if you're looking for a way that's hands-free um, or you want to walk around your house and control your Alexa, uh, imagine wearing a pair of glasses and you'll be able to control everything with your smart devices. So turn up the heat, you'll be able to play a song, you'll be able to search on Amazon Prime for something to shop. Uh, but this is all in this new level of we've got smartwatches, now we got smart glasses. Wild. Yeah, that's something. What are, what are they going to run for? And, and, and uh, are various levels of price for it, you think? No, it's it's one set price. It's $249 US, give or take. I think it's like 20 cents on the dollar right now. So let's say it's about $300 Canadian, but they're a, they're a set price at the given moment. Uh, again, uh, I think they're kind of neat, but I also thought, you know, the casino uh, Casio watch with the calculator was neat. Um, it didn't really do <laughs> what it needed to do. So uh, as a segue to that, Apple glasses are coming out. And uh, when are they coming? Well, rumor has it that their competition to, uh, I guess, compete with the Amazon glasses are going to be in the summertime. So if you're an Apple user, you love your iWatch, you like your uh, laptops and your iPads, Apple glasses are going to be running on Glass OS, which is going to be integrated with the new microchip that comes out with Apple. Uh, and what's cool about what Apple's doing is it is going to have a heads-up display. Now, to describe that is imagine putting on glasses and seeing a very light version of your screen or your uh, monitor, if you will. And you'll be able with these, uh, apparently, uh, with your smart glasses from Apple, you'll be able to actually pick and select Apple uh, choices. So sending an email, getting directions, and it will give you a very clear visual of where to go. So if you're walking somewhere, you're getting directions, it will show you with your glasses on, turn left, an arrow up ahead. It will give you uh, uh, transportation, uh, whether the bus is late. All of this is all going to be available coming this summer. Apple is going to be coming up with these glasses. So just as a segue to that, to the beginning, you're probably going to want to put a pair of glasses on very, very soon, Greg. Very, very, yeah. Uh, Adam Oldfield bringing his tech talk on 900 CHML and 980 CFPL in London. All right, I'm a big concert guy. I want to get to the story about Ticketmaster. Uh, I'm thirsty for concerts to return. We want concerts. We want to fly places. We want to go and do things again. Um, but this is a bizarre one, isn't it? Uh, a hack of the week, and it's something Ticketmaster, Live Nation now owns Ticketmaster, uh, and uh, they got they paid a pretty hefty fine. Maybe not per their bottom line, but in pandemic times when they can't sell many tickets to any events happening, uh, it is a significant fine, isn't it? What did they do wrong? Well, yeah, it was, first of all, let's say how much it was. Ticketmaster was uh, forced to pay $10 million, uh, and that $10 million was to a startup that was just coming off the ground, getting in place to kind of help uh, options. Uh, Songkick was the name of it, and it was a new startup with the intention of providing ease and convenience for ticket purchases, very much what Ticketmaster was. Well, this one isn't really where Russians attacked or North Korea was trying to uh, infiltrate Ticketmaster. This was literally Ticketmaster itself uh, had employees uh, manage to get login and passwords to their competitor, and what they were doing was signing in 
to the startup uh, account, looking at when and who they were bringing on board and further how they were selling tickets, the progress of those ticket sales. And with that, they were able to infiltrate and create a lot of uh, price com- uh, competition. Uh, they were able to attack it with, oh, uh, uh, whether it was, uh, uh, you know, Justin Bieber was going to be performing and they went in and got Ed Sheeran. So they were competing using information yeah. infiltration. I mean, it was espionage on a corporate level. So uh, with this, what I find very comical, not comical, I mean, nothing about $10 million, Greg, is comical. I mean, uh, that's actually quite painful. But uh, comical to the degree of, well, Ticketmaster uh, agreed that they were going to be able to pay this uh, to avoid criminal prosecution. So this was settled with $10 million, probably more than this company, Songkick, would have been able to earn uh, in its first two years. Uh, But it was a little reality that sometimes when you look at Ticketmaster and you get that convenient charge, you start to say to yourself, what am I getting for this? Well, one of them is definitely they're paying down a fine that they had to uh, uh, cover for their uh, espionage that they uh, that they did. My goal, Adam, again, you know, we're not we're not there yet and we're probably five, six months away from there. Uh, more Ticketmaster convenience charges, less DoorDash, skip the dishes and Uber Eats charges. That's that's the goal at the end of the day. Get the heck out of the house. That's I'll pay those fees. I'm I don't care if they double those fees. I'm still paying for those concert tickets when they come back. You feel a lot better after you do, don't you, Greg? You feel like you justified the purpose <laughs> of the purchase. That's how I look at it. It's like, you know what? This went to a good cause. It did. It did. Um, I, you know, I want to talk about Facebook and, and I, I want to do it on a couple different layers. That's, that's, we got time for it. But if you want to weigh in as well, I'd be very curious to get your opinion on, um, you know, uh, Trump and what happened south of the border only in the sense that social media finally said enough's enough. And yeah, it's for another day to debate. Well, could they have done it on this occasion, that occasion? But does that have ramifications and a ripple effect for, for Facebook's users or Instagram's users? I don't think so. I think Facebook was always under the scrutiny of of being a powerful voice and evident of that is what happened this past week. And I think it speaks volumes that, you know, you when you do have a voice. And, and, you know, I've I've been hearing a lot of chatter about freedom of speech, and that's not right. But the answer is Facebook's still privatized. So as much as freedom Mm -hmm. of speech is still allowed, it doesn't mean that you can walk into any corporate-run operation and demand that they let you speak openly. Facebook, obviously, with their terms and conditions, and trust me, those are very, very rampant and detailed. Their lawyers are phenomenal. If you want to, like, copy a, a, a perfect terms and conditions, use Facebook. But they were able, with their ruling... To be able to obviously shut down the president, as you're well aware, and it's been noted on that in many uh, in many of the newscasts. Um, and this, I think, is actually something not only that had to be done uh, for the purpose of all the political reasons, but the other reason, though, uh, Greg, is the fact that Facebook has a they're under an extremely watchful eye right now from the Senate. In fact, prior to the whole uh, uh, election and, and adjustments of Biden coming in and taking the lead here. They were they're going to be sitting with Congress 
and Biden's not a big fan of Facebook, <laughs> uh, or at least yeah. anyways, his party and, and administration. So Facebook has a lot of like, hey, look what we're doing. We're trying to be the, uh, the good guys here. Um, their mandate of you know, moving forward and doing this was de- had to be done. Um, they're going to be questioned for sure if they're sitting in front of a Senate if they didn't do it. Um, and last is that they're also under pressure for so many different angles. One is uh, what they own under the monopoly ruling that we're seeing right now with, you know, WhatsApp and, and all the other things that are happening. Following that is, uh, you know, all of the, uh, the, and they're still under scrutiny over some of the things that are being posted through Facebook. If you remember, there was a lot of uh, terrorist communications, particularly I'm talking about WhatsApp, where they're able to send and communicate uh, using this information. So uh, it makes sense to me. Facebook's got to try and look like a hero. Um, this wasn't because I think Zuckerberg was going, this is the right thing to do. I think they're looking at it. If we don't do it, it's just going to bring a lot more heat down on us. Yeah, I can see why that would uh, why that would factor in. Adam, I got to leave it there, man. Have a great weekend. Great, great conversation as always. And uh, you'll be back with Bill next week. Thanks so much for doing this for me. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Got it. Adam Oldfield. And he told me to get glasses. He's not the first person. People have seen me drive uh, for vacuum man, furnace, and duct cleaning. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.